0: Yeah. And then I was going to not tell you and make you think it was a poltergeist.
1: Yeah. Remember when we almost I told you. watched that? Yeah. But instead you picked up fear.com.
0: And you were like, thank the gods. I'm Jason. And I'm Julian. And we, we doing, doing filmographies. filmographies. And on whatever day of Pitts, miss, this happens to be, we watched 12 Monkeys. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Four calling birds, three French hen, two turtle doves. Why are there so many birds? I think before they had the internet, they just gave, gave each other birds. Various different kinds of
1: birds. Baby, I love you. I caught this wild bird and put it in a cage.
0: I'll just put it with all the other birds. Yeah, they fight. You bring me birds every fucking week. <sighs> twelve monkeys. Mm-hmm. You got some, uh, some cool facts and figures about these monkeys of twelve? Yeah. The, the tagline for the movie is, the future is history. That's a little bit too cool of a tagline for this movie. The original tagline was, the future is in the hands of a man who has none. But they scrapped it because it made it seem like the man has no hands as opposed to no future.
1: (laughs) This is better than the other one, I think, baby. Yeah,
0: maybe. Mm -hmm. This had a budget of $29 million. Nice. It made $168 million.
1: You like Terry Gilliam?
0: I do. We're two Jill dudes.
1: I mean, I think I basically like this. I remember trying to watch the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Oh, I did see that. And maybe, actually, it might have been the brother's grandma I turned off. Oh, I,
0: he, he directed that? No, he did not. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, the brother's grandma. I'm thinking of the bro, brother's bloom. Uh, it was never directly addressed in the film, but the script and some promotional material uh, re- reveal that the future scenes take place in the year 2035.
1: Oh, yeah. They never did say the date. I thought that was weird. I was actually trying to do the math at one point. Yeah. I think 2030 is about where I was. Should we just turn this off and watch Leggetti real quick? Because I meant, I meant to do that.
0: Terry, Terry Gilliam actually never saw that movie at the time of making this movie. Who wrote the script? Somebody did see it? Three other fuckers. Yeah. He goes, oh, it's another movie. If that's true, though, I would be interested in seeing it just to see. As presumably, he had no influence from that film. so. I think it's relatively short with a bunch of stills. Yeah. And dildos, probably. Oh, yeah. The fucking French mother mm-hmm. Terry Gilliam was actually afraid that Brad Pitt wouldn't be able to pull off the nervous rapid speech. So he sent him to a speech coach, and in the end, apparently, he just took away his cigarettes.
1: That's interesting. I I was not actually excited to watch this at all. Mm-hmm. I have seen it. I really liked it when I was a kid, but like I remembered the story to a point, although oh. there was several surprises that I forgot about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think Brad Pitt's going to be that interesting. I remember him being crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: But we'll get into it. Oh, Okay. TG also gave Bruce Willis a list of Willis acting cliches. Uh, he said, don't do these, including the steely blue eyes look.
1: Man, it's too bad that Bruce Willis was such a cunt before he died because.
0: He's not. What? No, <laughs> before he died. Before he spiritually died. <laughs>
1: before he uh, has this dementia that he's suffering from. Yeah. He's a, a- pretty. Aphasia. Isn't it a form of dementia? It's it not- is,
0: but sp- specifically. Yeah. For the listeners.
1: Because the guy who made Moonlighting,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, just...
1: it's out now, and he's like, "Yeah, Bruce, Bruce is excited."
0: He can't say anything though.
1: No, I wonder how that works. Can you like go over there and like he remembers your face, but like he can't. Language is destroyed for him, right? Yes. Like he can't read, he can't understand. But could you hold up pictures of the DVD and he's like, "Yes, that's a DVD of Moonlighting. I recognize me and Sybil Shepherd, my best friend, on there."
0: It is sad because I like Bruce Willis movies.
1: I think he's really good, but all you hear about is him being a fucker for like the last twenty years of mm-hmm. his career.
0: But then you see something like this, and I mean, he's really doing stuff that you wouldn't imagine a big star would allow himself to be seen doing. No,
1: he's great in this. It reminds me of seeing Tom Cruise in *Interview with the Vampire* and being like, "Oh, he he can he can do stuff. Yes, he's not just going to be a cool guy." Who always
0: wins. Yippee-ki-yay all the time. Yeah. It's like, hey, mother. Effer, that ain't what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. TG first met Bruce Willis, though, while casting for the film The Fisher King. And he's he's dead now. In 1991. Beat TG? No, Bruce Willis. Terry Gilliam is dead, isn't he? I think he's still alive. Okay. Uh, he was impressed by the sensitivity shown by Bruce Willis. In the scene from Die Hard, where McClane is pulling the glass out of his feet.
1: He's like, ow, 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 ow. He goes, hey,
0: pal, uh, if I don't make it out of here, tell tell my wife, tell her tell her John sorry. Can you do that, pal? No, you just hang on there, John. You're going to get out of this. Oh, yeah, what are the odds on that? Well, they're holding a pool. Down- yeah, it's okay. He liked that because apparently Bruce Willis ad-libbed that scene and uh, Gilliam rem- remembered that. And was convinced to cast him in this film.
1: Why was Bruce Willis, why did he, like, hate himself and his career so much? Like, he did a lot of really Mm -hmm. good, interesting things.
0: Yeah, I think he's a blues man by heart.
1: Yeah, it seems like he really hated the racket of acting. Mm -hmm. It's
0: strange. It is strange. He hated Moonlighting, too.
1: Man, he was so mean to Kevin Smith on
0: Cop Out. God, that's such a cop out. Terry Gilliam's first choice for the uh, lead role was Jeff Bridges. That would have been good who had, he had enjoyed working on, with on The Fisher King. The studio, however, wanted a bigger star, so he cast Bruce Willis, who was also briefly in The Fisher King. He, he actually originally auditioned for the role that uh, Bridges had in The Fisher King, so he lost that to him, but he won this from him. Robert De Niro turned down the leading role. Yeah, I mean, he already did Brazil. Terry Gilliam uh, revealed on the 25th anniversary... That Nicolas Cage was the producer's original choice for the Bruce Willis role would have been good. Famousary. I'm happy to have Bruce Willis in this. I could see him as the Brad Pitt role. Yeah, you know he's probably like, for I sure. gotta eat that up. <laughs> want, I I don't even. I'm not gonna even wear pants. Why is everybody always putting me in the crazy roles? <laughs> I just want to be the regular
1: guy that eats the spider because he doesn't know what to do with it.
0: Apparently, Terry Gill- Gilliam tried to persuade the studio to cast Nick Nolte as James Cole. The Bruce Willis role. And then, subsequently, Jeff Bridges is the Jeffrey Goines character. Yeah. When they passed on him, I guess, for the uh, James Cole role. But that did not happen. I don't like Nolte. No. Nolte and Bridges were, in fact, close friends. And have tried and failed to team up several times. Uh, uh hey,
1: Jeff. Uh, can you get me in, Beck Lebowski?
0: Apparently, one of the movies they tried to work together on was Tequila Sunrise. They did finally work together in Sympatico. In 1999. I don't think I saw that. Me either. Does that have Sharon Stone in it? Sounds about right. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Was considered for the role of James Cole. Boy. At one point. That would have been a horrible choice. I'm on the future. In the asylum, when Bruce Willis is talking to Brad Pitt, due to his previous bad experience with the universal picture, Brazil, Terry Gilliam only wanted to direct this if he had final cut. Yeah, they they fucked him over on that one real good. They gave it to him good for this movie uh, but only on the condition that he cast bruce willis that's fine so that it would guarantee a strong opening weekend yeah and also that the budget be kept at 29 mil i
1: saw this in the theater opening weekend with my mom yeah this isn't the rum where i would go like see seven and 12 monkeys i would see all the good movies with my mom
0: in fact many actors worked for a smaller fee than usual if i just start crying be like mom i miss you <laughs>
1: (laughs) Just two guys in their 40s crying about their recently deceased mothers. (laughs) Look into my eyes. We loved them,
0: even (laughs) if it was weird towards the end. Uh, Many of the props were made from cheaply obtained materials. Like what? I don't know. Egg cartons, I assume. (laughs) Many of the scenes were shot in genuine abandoned factories and decrepit buildings. Good. How they shot those street scenes, I don't know. We talked about that.
1: Oh, the post-apocalyptic street scenes. Yeah, I wonder. I feel like part of that was studios, but yeah, when you're up on the rooftops, uh-huh. maybe
0: that isn't. Maybe not. And for an example, however, the scenes in the insane asylum uh, were shot in Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, yeah, bub. A now unused prison in Philadelphia. What do you mean I pull out my teeth? In fact, uh, in the escape scene in the movie, he attempts. Bruce Willis attempts to flee but is rapidly apprehended Uh in real life. Eastern state penitentiary saw dozens of successful escapes.
1: I mean, if you're not on, like, an island in the middle of nowhere, well, I imagine eventually some of them just get out that front door. Yeah. Were you kind of horrified by the amount of, like, uh, drugs they kept injecting poor Bruce Willis with in <laughs> this movie? Yeah, that and him
0: eating fucking arachnids. I felt
1: bad for him. Like, when he gets back to the future and is complaining and
0: they inject him there, too. I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, my God, leave this poor guy alone. Yeah, what is that future, man? Brad Pitt uh, was signed uh, to, do, to do this movie for a relatively small salary because he was still an up-and-coming actor. But uh, by the time the movie released, uh, Interview with the Vampire, Legends of the Fall, and Seven had been released, making him a top salary actor. Brad Pitt wore hand painted contact lenses. Why, why do we
1: say lenses? It's clearly just the one eye. Yeah, it is.
0: I said the Cali. I said they probably just offset his pupil. And I guess that's what they did. Just drew it lower because he has a lot more white. So it looks like his. On the normal left eye? Or eye the fuck his left eye. It looks like it's like trooping down okay i think they just sort of painted it in a way that the contacts sat slightly lower
1: you needed that though i thought that was actually really important that mm-hmm. they gave him that crazy eye yeah that really sold his performance
0: yeah i didn't think his performance was that great as crazy
1: i can i just can I throw it out there right throw now? it out there i thought it was about 75 to 80 percent perfect and amazing mm-hmm. and a little bit stupid but i thought he actually nailed the manic craziness really pretty good
0: i feel like he really is on fire outside of the asylum but the stuff inside just sort of felt like me here's the thing though <laughs> yeah johnny depp was originally considered for the brad pitt role I am. every time you tell me johnny depp was a possibility i'm like i don't like that the, th- the problem is is that considered Mean some guy was like, Johnny Depp's we hot. Should, we should put Johnny Depp we in there. should put Johnny Depp in there. He's going to be in Nick of
1: Time pretty soon, and that's the end of his career. So <laughs> if we could just get him in
0: now. If we can get him in in the Nick of Time. I, I just think it's one of those things. I don't remember who... I just read a quote from some guy who was like, yeah, I basically just started producing my films because then that was a way of getting around waiting for like guys like Tom Cruise to turn down the role, which is what they do. I guess they just float all of these scripts hoping that Tom Cruise will be in it, or now Brad Pitt. Well, I mean, it's an easy guarantee, right? So Johnny Depp back then, they probably just were like, get it out there. And they all pass on it. Probably not even directly, just their agents like, no. So when you see all these things like such and such was supposed to be for this role, I think it was just like...
1: Hmm, this script's actually pretty compelling and good, uh, Mm -hmm. but we're not even going to show it to them.
0: Yeah. They only do movies when when they couldn't put the script down, and they read it in one sitting. You ever notice that?
1: I guess that's what they say. This movie right? was so
0: good, I read it, I couldn't stop reading it.
1: This is a damn fine movie.
0: This is okay. Artist Libius Woods uh, claimed that the interrogation chair that Bruce Willis finds himself in... Which one? The, it's the like, one that <laughs> goes up in the yeah. air? Yeah. He said, that, hey, that looks like a painting I did. And he took him to court, and they settled for a uh, six-figure sum. Halting the continued showing of the movie 25 days after it released... And then they here to take this money, and they're like, okay, show it again.
1: What? When does that ever happen?
0: The, now, this time.
1: I don't know that I believe that
0: entirely. <laughs> it's on IMDb. It literally has to be true.
1: I don't think this movie came out, ran for a little bit over three weeks, and they're like, pause it.
0: Yep. Push the pause button.
1: Okay, he's good.
0: He's Okay, it's fine. Throughout the movie, uh, actual monkeys appear on camera. That's I,
1: mean, I mean, I saw I saw the monkeys in that one point towards the end. No, I'm joking.
0: There is more. Uh, from the monkey and roast beef sandwich <laughs> to zoo animals. I don't know what that means, but I copied it directly. So somebody wrote that. Some people suggest, in fact, that 12 different monkeys appear in the film.
1: I saw two.
0: A quick clip from the Andromeda strain featuring a monkey in the throes of death is seen on the dayroom television.
1: Oh, yeah, with the needles.
0: I don't know if that's true, but if it is, I, I like that.
1: I think the and- Andromeda strain is.
0: Not that, but that there were 12 monkeys throughout this movie. No, that would be cool. There was a bear earlier. The, the shot of the bear is in reverse, so when he's roaring, the uh, steam from his breath is actually going into his mouth. And it's Bart the Bear. Future Bart the Bear. Mm-hmm. He's in the future. He's finally free of his trainer that he, he killed in 1969. Yeah. <laughs> Although never stated in either the. Film or screenplay, according to the newspaper clippings on the wall in the scientists' underground headquarters, the virus that wipes out most of mankind is called CZT. Cooch, zits, and tits. Oh. Not very PC. When uh, James is leading Dr. Riley down the painted trail slash wall of 12 monkeys graffiti.
1: Yeah, into the homeless encampment.
0: Yeah, there's a picture of, there's a poster on the wall. For
1: Mercury Rising.
0: No, for Nas's record Illmatic. Oh. Uh, which I
1: was like what? there's manic 2 with that uh, the song I like in it. Yes.
0: Day.
1: <laughs>
0: Apparently, uh, Donald, Donald Faison...
1: Why is there a pancake in the silverware drawer?
0: I mean, why is there silverware in the pancake drawer? He's uncredited as a psychiatric prisoner in this movie.
1: Yeah, I saw that in the credits, and I was like... What? I always
0: scrubbed through it, and I didn't see him. No.
1: He's in there?
0: I think it's like a Brandon Lee and Zeus, <laughs> the <laughs> crime killer... Type scenario. Christopher Maloney's in here, though.
1: Very Maloney-like.
0: Very Maloney-like. Younger. Yeah.
1: I said Jenny. That's that guy who like shouldn't care. You
0: want to hit us with the synopses?
1: Twelve monkeys. James Cole, Bruce Willis, is a prisoner or something in a future dystopia handpicked to travel back in time to find a pathogen that will be used to start a biological apocalypse so future present-day scientists can manufacture a cure and get people back up on the surface. Things get gummed up when Cole is sent back to the wrong year and falls under the psychiatric care of Dr. Catherine Riley. Is it Riley? 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 Madeline Stowe. It makes the acquaintance of fellow patient Jeffrey Goines, Brad Pitt. Cole bops around a bit and finally discovers that Goines' father is perhaps the person responsible for the end of the world. It is up to Cole to stop horsing around, eat spiders, and infiltrate the army of the twelve Monkeys.
0: I saw parts of this film that I remember.
1: I was wondering if you saw this when it came out.
0: I, I did not remember any of the future stuff, and I didn't realize that there was going to be quite a bit of it.
1: So you never saw this movie all the way through till now?
0: No, right. I, I mostly just remember the, the dream sequence. I feel like it's an okay movie, but there's an element to it much like Fight Club.
1: This makes me sad because you're going in fresh, so your experience is probably the true experience i have baggage that makes me like it more
0: it just yeah it just sort of feels like it's a good movie but there's a a central hook that's hard to put my finger on that may or may not exist but that makes it kind of feel i don't know gimmicky or something weird so the, the picture starts and we're in the future and bruce willis He's rolling around with a guy... He's not rolling around. Named
1: they, their pods are next to each other. Is John Seda. It is John Seda.
0: Callie goes, is he a wrestler?
1: No, it's John Seda.
0: <laughs> John Seda. He plays Jose. He's like, hey man, your name's called. You gotta go do something. So he goes up to do stuff. And they put him in a weird plastic suit. And they send him up, up to the surface to find stuff. Samples. Animals. A species of sorts that have survived the biological apocalypse i think it's just anything you can capture oh because they're trying to synthesize shit and he does but then a bear almost gets him but then the bear doesn't you No,
1: know the bear's just like just kidding i, don't, I don't really care it's me and bart
0: i know people uh-huh. <laughs> and he goes back and Brat, Brat, Brat tried to kill
1: me but nope uh-huh, i ripped his brains out yeah. brains. Bears love uh, human brains. <laughs> they do.
0: And and so they go, hey, B.W., uh, we got another mission that we think you'll be perfect for. You'll be perfect for it. We have a very advanced program, something very different. An opportunity to reduce your sentence considerably.
1: And possibly play an important role in returning the human race to the surface of the Earth.
0: We're going to send you back in time to infiltrate this army of monkeys and not prevent... The end of the world. He go. They go, yeah, we're going to send you back to, like, I don't know, 96 or something. We need you to prevent the assassination of Tupac Shekhar.
1: Oh, that would be, that would stop the virus.
0: But no, so he's not actually sent to prevent the spreading of the disease. Nope,
1: it's wrong thinking. It already happened. As he says many times in this movie, it already yeah. happened.
0: And if he prevented it, then his world wouldn't exist. No, he'd
1: turn into a peanut.
0: Instead, what they want him to do is identify what it is. So that they can reverse synthesize it into a cure or something that I guess will allow them to go back up to the surface of the planet?
1: I mean, isn't this basically how all time travel movies work? Like you can't actually alter the past. Everything you do makes it worse and worse. It's going to happen no matter what. They're smart. (laughs) They're like, just get us the information so we can fix it.
0: So they send him back in time, but they send him back too early. And he
1: explodes out of uh, Marty's body from Back to the Future. They were in the same space, and he pops out of them.
0: Basically, the police bring him to jail because they found him naked on the street, and they bring in Dr. Rayleigh. But he's not naked, he's in that suit. They put him in a suit.
1: I think that suit that they, when he's chained up, is the same one that he went exploring the surface
0: level in. It's a straitjacket, it looks like.
1: No, it's another one of those clear rain suit, explorer suits, it looks okay. like. Okay.
0: Nonetheless, you- although you are wrong, Dr. Rayleigh comes in and he's just, Bruce Willis is just drooling like your dog. So
1: my concern is for your well-being. Do you understand that? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's because he's got shit. When he
1: starts drooling, he's got to take a shit. Do you know that about dogs? They just start drooling like crazy before they have to shit.
0: I do. When I wake up in the morning, if I've been drooling, I pull back the sheet and, yep, I pooped. So they go, oh, he's nuts. Let's put him in the nut bin. And that's when he meets Brad Pitt, who's also crazy. Yo, Jeffrey! What? This is James. Why you show him around? Tell him the
1: TV rules. Show him the games and stuff, okay? How much are you going to pay me? How much? I'd be doing your job.
0: $5,000, my man. Is that enough? 5000 why I checked your account as usual? $5,000. $5,000. He doesn't want pe- people sitting in his chair. Get out!
1: Get out! out! He's <laughs> in my
0: chair. That's pretty funny. Don't. <laughs> he's like, Get out of my chair! Don't you do it. That's pretty funny. And he's typically crazy. You know, he's doing hand gestures. He's twitching. It's not very good. And eventually. He gets Bruce Willis to break out, because he seems to be aware of stuff that's happening. Who? He seems to be aware of something, Brad Ooh. Pitt.
1: No, that's like his delusions of paranoia and craziness. Maybe. But
0: he gets him a key to break out, and then he starts a riot. It's kind of a zoot suit riot. He almost escapes, but he doesn't.
1: He's so drugged out of his mind, it's crazy.
0: And they lock him up, and then they go in to uh, poke his wiener, but he's gone. And the doctor goes, what the hell?
1: And the doctor is, do you know who the doctor is? Frank Gorshin from Batman, Adam West series. He played the Riddler. Riddle me this, crime fighter. Oh, interesting. This is the Riddler from the 60s.
0: And we didn't mention this, but this whole movie has a real Terry Gilliam feel.
1: It's those kind of faraway shots, I think. He uses
0: some sort of a flat lens that it's almost like fisheye, but instead of being focused in it's like blown out brazilian it is a little brazilian it's like when you take a panoramic photo you're seeing this entire landscape but it doesn't quite feel right that's what this is like it just doesn't quite feel right it feels wrong it's not
1: quite as slick as i i remember
0: no and so but brad pitt's uh bruce willis is gone and he's back in the future now and he goes they go you failed jerkweed and he goes you sent me to the wrong timeline you thought i could die but I, it's hard and they go, what? We said to the wrong time. He goes, yeah. It's
1: 1990, guys. You dumb fuck. Called that phone number you gave You me.
0: guys really fucked up. Oh, I feel, now uh, I know a TV dinner feels. And they go, what's a TV dinner? I don't know. Come on to the coast. Have a couple drinks.
1: Man, this impression's interesting. I'm <laughs> like, I don't think it's right. But then I'm like, mm, it's,
0: it's super good. Kind of good. Also, also yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> He's not nailing it, but 80% in the right ballpark there. What I'm
0: doing, I think, is Ben Stiller doing him okay. for the Ben Stiller show. So Madeline Stowe is now giving some sort of a talk on some shit, and she gets into her car to leave. Oh, because uh, David Morris uh, approaches her with a fake ponytail wig, and he is super psychotic. I think, Dr. Rayleigh, you're giving the a bad name. He's 6'4". We, did we cover David Morris and anything else?
1: I feel like he was in One Other Thing. But he's not uh, Will Patton, so... I honestly
0: don't think he's come up yet. How do you feel about David Morris? He did that TV show, Hack.
1: Oh, wow. I can't believe you remember Hack.
0: Somewhere around there is where I was kind of like... He wrote for that, too. Oh, I think I like this guy. I like him. But I can't really pinpoint anything specific other than Hack,
1: boy he's been in so many things you've seen oh yeah and i'm pretty sure he delivered excellent performances that just went under the radar because mm-hmm. he's a he's a good actor that gave the movie what it needed mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 so he kidnaps madeline stowe bruce willis does
1: got a pizza box on his head
0: <laughs> This guy, got he like looks a like he mask or something yeah he looks like what's that spanish time movie oh time crimes Time Crimes. Yeah. He looks like Time Crimes.
1: Yeah, guy just increasingly gets worse and worse throughout the movie. Yeah,
0: and he goes, oh, shit, that's me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that super scary creature that I saw, that's me. Oh,
0: that's me. It's like The Flash. So he's like, hey, Madeline Stowe, I'm back. She goes, from outer space? Like a vertebrae? <laughs> we did two different. <laughs> and he goes, nah, I'm back, though. She goes, James Cole? How did you, where did you go? And he goes, I'm from the future throughout the entire movie he keeps talking about that goddamn boy in the well because there's a goddamn boy in the well
1: everybody's real worried about that boy in the well
0: not Bruce Willis because he knows I remember being very afraid for that little boy all alone down that well not knowing if anybody's going to get him out first time I was ever really afraid when I was a kid
1: what do you mean when you were a kid
0: never mind just a prank, a hoax, a boy's hiding in a barn. But he tells her, hey, that kid's lying, and then, and then eventually that comes back up. He, he in the barn. Why did I move this microphone? So Maddie Stowe is just trying to stay alive because he's, she thinks he's insane, and he vanished before.
1: Wants to put a baby in her. And he does. He <laughs> did. Him.
0: He used our semen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> before this, he was in uh, World War One, and John Cena got hurt on a stretcher. And Bruce Willis got shot in the leg. So she goes, why are you limping? And he goes, I got shot in the leg. She takes the bullet out, which she gives to Christopher She, she eats it because there's,
1: no, there's nowhere to store it, so she <laughs> swallows it.
0: She gives it to Chrissy Maloney, who does a detection method thing on it. He goes, where the fuck did you get this? Hey, where would you get this bullet from? It's from World War I.
1: You could revise or amplify your statement. So if you want to amend your story because you're a lying bitch.
0: Mm-hmm. Do that.
1: And then you and me are like, you don't talk to Madeline Stowe that way. I
0: slapped the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And he oh. did a number on me, but...
1: But then I, I jumped out of the darkness, <laughs> and I did a number on him.
0: Yep. No two-step.
1: And then we did the predator arm class. Mm-hmm. And
0: then I cut out his heart. <laughs> yeah. And I presented it to his father. Yep. Barry um, and he drew naked women.
1: No oh, birds.
0: <laughs> that too. <laughs> if you're from England, we call naked women birds. That's a real bird over there. So... Uh, they realize that Brad Pitt is out of the insane asylum, and he's working for his daddy. Yep, Bruce Willis
1: uh, spots a bunch of those street paintings mm-hmm. of the 12 monkeys behind it, flyers. Yeah,
0: there's several monkeys. It's hard to d- determine how many. And I then don't think he, they ever say.
1: He falls them into the homeless encampment.
0: Yeah, and they try to rape her.
1: They try to rape her, and then Bruce Willis kills that guy. He does. And she's really upset about it.
0: She goes, you don't seem upset uh, about killing that guy. He's like, I'm surrounded by death. He says, I only see
1: dead people. It's true.
0: Yeah. And then later, he's in a movie. So he goes. (laughs)
1: Mercury rising. Yeah.
0: So she's starting to be like, hmm, this is interesting. Stuff that he's saying is happening, sort of. And they infiltrate that monkey place. And those guys are like, we don't want nothing to do with Brad Pitt, man.
1: Well, 1st like, hey, you're scary. Get out of here. And he's like, you fucking tell me. Like, all right, man. I'm going to tell you,
0: but. 12 Monkeys normally, are a fact real. Normally we don't talk about Fight Club, but I'm going to tell you now. And they go, yeah, he's, he's whack-a-nut. And so they go to a party where he's there, and he is whack-a-nut.
1: <laughs> he's super crazy. He's got that Legends of the Fall hair. Brad Pitt
0: and Madeline Stell run away. And she goes. What? from the party.
1: Brad Pitt and Madeline Stowe run away from the party. Yeah, they leave Bruce
0: Willis there. (laughs) (laughs) And she she goes, uh...
1: They're gonna make crazy babies? Yeah.
0: No, well, they are gonna be crazy. So, no, Bruce Willis and Madeline Stowe break out and, uh, they are in the woods. Well, he threatened Brad
1: Pitt. The thing We live underground! (laughs) The world belongs to the dogs and cats! We live like worms! And realize that he's got nothing to do with the virus, right? Isn't this when he realizes he's probably not a part of it
0: not yet no he thinks he is the part of it so she's like you got to just give yourself up bruce and they'll go easy on you man
1: hey why don't we ever see brad pitt's dick in anything
0: i don't know it's probably small right it probably is
1: yeah, let's think about that for a second yeah probably is <laughs> i can't do it man
0: <laughs> but no man i can't show it just looks like mashed potatoes in a sock his penis
1: that's why he and Angelina adopted all those kids. Suck it in, uh, man. We just went from five listeners to two.
0: Yep. <laughs> Robert Longstreet and Brad Pitt, but they will take him. You them. and me. <laughs> so he vanishes again. She goes, "Oh, it's story of my life." He's
1: dancing around in that puddle. She's hocking the horn, trying to get the cops over there, mm-hmm. and he'
0: gone. Yeah, what the hell? And
1: she like, he' gone.
0: Yep. So she's saved he had been presumed kidnapped. So he goes back to the future again, part two, and they go, oh, uh, he did eat a spider in a did, crazy asylum.
1: Yeah. Did they say, do you want a new drug? One that won't make you sick? Yeah. One that won't make you crash your car? Mm-hmm. Give you a, yeah okay so he eats that spider.
0: <laughs> His intention was to eat it, and then when they get back, they would extract it.
1: Well, I think specifically he didn't know what to do with it once he caught it because he was like, "Oh, I need to catch. Well, no, he goes, I'm to eat it,
0: so that way when I get back, they can extract it.
1: No, that's not quite it. He he grabbed it because he's like, "Yes, I need to collect these specimens," mm-hmm. and then he's holding on to it for a little while, and he's like, ah, "I got to. Yeah, I don't know what to do with this. People are coming, and he eats it.
0: Yeah, so that in the hopes later." They'll extract it.
1: I think that was more of like a last minute thing where he's like, "Yeah, maybe they can do some with this." Because he
0: goes, "I ate that spider," and they go, "Yeah, no, you've you're s- an idiot. Acid in your stomach, yeah. you dumb fucker. Go back to where you came from. Go back to go back to moon- your shithole country. Moonlighting, that too, man. And so they go. He goes, "Look, I can do this. I, I'm really close." They play him an audio recording of a jumbled voice, feminine in nature that. Is saying stuff. So they go, yeah, we need you to, need you to go back. Because he could call a phone number to leave a message. Mm-hmm.
1: But not in 1990.
0: No, it's too early. Uh, but it is the right around time in 96. Because uh, John Cena shows up and he goes, hey, we got your message, bro.
1: Hey, bro, I gotta kill you.
0: Burp.
1: I'm gonna kill her. Yep, that too. She looks pretty good with that blonde hair. I'm gonna get her.
0: So she sees the boys in the well. The barn, not the well. She goes, oh shit, I think that guy was telling me the truth. Oh my god, that's
1: what he specifically said. He didn't just say that kid was going to be safe. He said, it's a prank he's hiding in the barn. He's a shitter.
0: It's almost verbatim what the uh, reporter guy says. Mm -hmm. So she goes back to the monkey headquarters and she's just rat-a-tat-tatting on the windows.
1: They won't let her in, but she starts spray painting and it's what we see in the
0: future. Yeah, except when we see her actively spray... Jesus, spray Stop painting. Stop it. It's illegible gobbledygook. But then when Brad, when Tom, Bruce, when Bruce Willis, Tom Willis looks back, it's like
1: immaculate. How many will die? Ten, Who's responsible ten for the virus? Yep. Brad Pitt's a shitter.
0: If you want to leave a message, 763 six, three, six, three, three, eight, eight, seven. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> That's a very specific number. Can
1: we hack the planet and get that put into old copies of 12 Monkeys?
0: Let's get it projected on the moon. People see just a random. F- they're going to call it.
1: Yeah. Thank you for calling the We Doing Filmography's Hotline. You've ever called it? Me? No. Well, I this, I, I, all I, it I'm the message. <laughs> Say it, Hi. I thought
0: about doing it the other day and then I didn't.
1: I sometimes text it to. I was like, I don't want to get his hopes up.
0: You know she's starting to believe him now, and but also the police are looking for him, and they go to a twenty-four hour Alfred Hitchcock uh, marathon. Uh, when they're in the theater originally, because they they realize that they have to um, put on disguises. The movie that's playing is Vertigo, and Madeline Stowe gets the idea from the movie Vertigo to put on a blonde wig. Because the main actress in that movie, whose name is, was blonde. And Alfred Hitchcock was known for having a weird fetish for blondes. So she's putting on like a fake mustache on Bruce Willis. She puts a fake mustache on him and a fake hair set because they got to hide. And he's convinced now that Brad Pitt is the guy that's going to set off the virus. We haven't touched on this, but throughout... Throughout throughout the entire movie, Bruce Willis is having dreams of himself as a child in an airport where he sees Madeline Stowe, but he also sees a guy in like heckle and Jekyll pants. That, That actually doesn't mean anything. I just wanted to say heckle and Jekyll. He's wearing plaid pants and it's David Morris that we come to find out, but he doesn't know this at the time, but he also sees himself as a man getting shot, but he's a child in the dream they don't so madeline stowe when bruce willis wakes up he falls asleep in his wig and he wakes up and the movie he wakes up to is the birds and she's fingering him no but when he leaves the theater in the lobby madeline stowe is blonde now
1: like one of those pinups
0: like the blonde lady in vertigo and she's also wearing the same petticoat as the character now if you when they leave the theater you see on the marquee that it's a 24-hour alfred hitchcock festival fuck yeah the birds isn't listed as one of the movies playing
1: well i mean it's uh known to be the worst of his movies
0: but bruce willis wakes up to it okay so they're showing it and so now they go you know what bruce willis is like hey uh maybe i'll just like live here now and be your husband
1: do we do the Switchblade stuff yet? When did that? Does that not happen? That happened before. He goes to that our motel. This is before oh, that. Oh, the pimp. The pimp no, is scary. Now. I think and it's now. I kept remembering that guy. No. I think it's now. Maybe it's not. No, I think it's It's around now. Maybe, before. Now. Maybe right before the theater. he's still bald and tender and doesn't know what to oh, do. Oh, is he? And that guy, he's from the One Kiss Goodnight. Going,
0: This is my territory, bitch. That guy is really scary. The pimp in this movie? Uh, I don't remember that. I didn't see it, and I don't th- know if he's scary or not. You don't find him scary? Nope. So yeah, he's like bitch, and he slaps her, and Bruce Willis really wallops him. Yeah, he's gonna kill him, and she's
1: like, uh, "Don't do that." Mm-hmm. And then he closes the bathroom door. And she's like,
0: "Oh my god, oh my god, don't do it!" And then mm-hmm. it just turns out he's using a switchblade to uh, pop out his teeth because Stooky Brothers. Yeah, he takes off his tooth. Because it's got a tracking device in it. Because there's an old guy that we keep seeing. They track his weird teeth. And he keeps hearing every time he's in the future.
1: Cesar Romero, also mm-hmm. from uh, Batman, the TV show. Yeah. It's not. No. That's a lie.
0: Uh, so now she's blonde. He's got a wig. And they're like, hey, let's just go to Florida, man. Let's just retire.
1: I've been seeing those commercials for the keys and how great it is. Let's go.
0: Because they he does call that number and he leaves. she leaves the message. And she goes, see, nothing's happened. So we're, like, totally fine.
1: What'd you say? And she starts saying it, and then he re- he he fills in the blanks. Yep. And she's like, oh, shit.
0: Yep. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear?
1: Oh, shit. Fuzzy Wuzzy. Oh, he knew. Yeah. He's from the future. She goes, what? The whole world's going to end.
0: You know, Fuzzy. So now uh, they see David Morris in his uh, Joker pants and yellow boating waterproof coat.
1: And sweet hair.
0: And the guy is stopping him, looking at his briefcase, which is... Full of, like, biogenetic horror shows. I'm going to a
1: conference with these crazy
0: sealed up uh, bottles of poison. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, open it. I need you to fucking open it right now. It's empty. Well, yes, to be sure. It looks empty. I assure you it's not. Oh, yeah, here. I'll even put it under your nose to
1: sniff it. Morris is kind of amazing in this very small sequence it's here. It's incredibly small. Because he, he knows he's like, all right, I'm going to kill myself too right now. Well,
0: and because he, he knows. Yeah, right. So he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, here. I mean, I don't think
1: his plan was to die. Like, maybe he would get it along with everybody else, but it was he was not going to be exposed to it now. He was just going to drop, you know, toss those things around, mm-hmm. I guess, at the 23 stops he had. But now the future is written and he uncorks it and they smell it together
0: the last stop was peking
1: where the duck is from Uh-huh.
0: now I, we did fail to mention that right before this it turns out that the 12 monkeys plan is to just free animals from the zoo
1: yeah it's a it's a lark it's just dumb kids
0: so they're like oh shit he didn't do the virus
1: because they their spray paint says like we did this right yeah but it was really just they released a ton of animals
0: they did kidnap his dad, <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey, I, I, know, I know that's you. I recognize your voice. No, you don't. And they put a rubber band around his scrotum. So they're like, "Yeah, let's just go to Florida then." I hear they have Disney World and an idiot for the governor. John Cena shows back up, and he's got like a gun.
1: You're doing that on purpose, you know? Yeah, like a gun. But his face is extra fucked up. Like he's got gun that gun. weird, like separated scar tissue. Also, well,
0: he's been through the fucking ringer, this guy. Yeah, they but cut he's off also a swag, right. In the World War One, I? I don't know about that. How did you find me? The phone call, man. The phone call. They did their reconstruction thing on it. The phone call I just made. Uh, so he goes, "Hey, I need you to shoot this guy, or we are going to basically torture your girl." And he's
1: like, "Madeline Stowe does not deserve this. She's a nice lady. Mm-hmm. She's a good actress. She's pretty."
0: And and then just like that, John Cena disappears, and Bruce Willis is like, "I don't see him." Does
1: he disappear? Oh, oh, oh! I see what you're doing there. Yeah yeah kayfabe
0: (laughs) which they just added to the miriam dictionary and much to the consternation of jim Cornette. so he goes okay david morris he's doing this i gotta stop him i got this weird 1800 revolver oh shit there's me as a kid mind blown because he realizes that it's him as a kid his dream is a reality
1: and he could have changed history, though. Like, we're, we talk about everything being in a loop, which I'm also really confused about Madeline still remembering him, because that makes no sense. That implies that they're locked in this loop the second time forever he comes... and ever and ever.
0: The second? Oh, right, No, when yeah, she first she... meets
1: him, she's like, I've seen you before.
0: Uh, yes, that's the problem with time travel, is you're right. She wouldn't have that.
1: No, like, because, you know, you can be like, people are trapped in a forever loop. But that, I think that's nonsense. It just always has and always will be. Like, that's, that's just it, That's right? how it goes. So like, I don't McFly understand. Marty McFly
0: always existed because Marty McFly ensured he existed. There can be no other way. Mm-hmm. And he invented the blues. That too. And, and rock and roll. Cured racism. hmm By stuffing them in a trunk.
1: Yep. Made Biff eat the manure. Yeah. hmm
0: Real Biff Lord. Fuck you, Biff. But yeah, no, because- invariably, no matter what, it always turns out that when they're time traveling, they always do something that ensures that something, and it's just so stupid. It's just so stupid.
1: So he could have just not died in front of his younger self and shattered the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Who cares? How about this? It's 1995. You can just get on an airplane.
1: In four years, there's going to be the Matrix.
0: Just get on the airplane.
1: That is nice that it's not like it is now man i hear it used to be like the greyhound you just roll up get a ticket and hop on
0: you could buy a ticket on the plane you could get on the plane in the 60s and
1: just buy ticket. i'm on the plane i'm gonna buy a ticket all right every time i go to the airport now they're like what do you why do you have those guns
0: mm-hmm. we don't we don't know that
1: you know what you used to this guy's
0: walking around with a moab what's going on over here
1: mm-hmm. mother of all bombs <laughs>
0: oh. he said this is carry-on
1: yeah, it's one of those cars <laughs> air bombs from california <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: he, he has to go kill David to, Morris. Yeah, he
0: tries to kill David Morris, but of course, like we know, he gets shot instead.
1: Yeah, and dies.
0: Mm-hmm. Madeline Stowe just. Oh
1: no! But then she slowly is like, "Wait a minute!" And she looks up and sees Bruce Willis as a kid, and just she's
0: smiling at him. Yeah, she goes, "I'll just wait. Yeah, <laughs> wait for you." Sad it is. And then and then a tape of Under the Boardwalk flies out of Bruno's uh, lapel. <laughs> he's playing the harmonica oh, oh, it's probably good that he's dead <laughs> <laughs> He does I think he does the song with the Temptations In the movie? in the, On his cassette
1: And we'll play it right here
0: So you don't like this movie? It's okay
1: Man, when I rewatched it, I was like Hmm. It feels janky. This time travel actually like locks in really well, and I enjoy it. I oh. I find that each step of the way, even though I've seen this movie, I've forgotten a good chunk of it, and I like it. it it's uh, it's playing out properly. I like it.
0: It feels a little like Dark City.
1: Dark City's better, yeah.
0: I'd much rather watch Looper.
1: Do you like Dark City, though?
0: I've never seen it. What? Yeah. I don't like David Ayer. What about Rufus Sewell? What about it's it? has got Kiefer Sutherland in it. What does that mean? Dark City is pretty good, dude. Uh, no, I hear it's good, which is why I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somebody help I me. I was just about to press play, and some guy outside goes, Hey, that's a good movie. I oh, go, <laughs> Fuck that shit. He snapped that DVD right in half. He <laughs> threw her at him. Yep. <laughs> Cut him in half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on trial for murder right, right now. No, nah, it's a fine It's a. It's a good movie. It, there's just that weird Terry Gilliam aesthetic that. It's almost like Sam Raimi at this point for me.
1: Oh, interesting. I, I like the Terry Gilliam aspect. I feel like he didn't go as hard as I thought he did based on my memory as a youth. But I don't know, man. Maybe people are just building off of everything they've seen. So mm-hmm. everything is more extreme now. Mm-hmm. So then a relatively subdued movie like 12 Monkeys was wild in
0: 1995. Yeah. You ever seen that Dune movie that came out? No, I do not watch it. It's, you know, whatever. But this, uh, I mean, it's got a, a singular vision, which I do applaud. Yeah, I do find it to be quite good. I, I just really, I don't know. Brad Pitt felt too on the nose. There's not a lot of nuance uh, at the at the beginning when we see him, but I like him once he's trying to...
1: <laughs> Pretend he's not crazy? Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, there's a lady out here spray painting on the wall. It's just my psychiatrist. You're a psychiatrist? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're,
1: you're, you're crazy. I'm going to follow you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You got a weird eye.
1: I, You know what? I want to give it an eight, but I'm going to give it a 7.5. I still found it to be really rewarding, mm-hmm. and I liked it a lot.
0: I think I'm going to give it a 6.5. I do enjoy it, but I don't know. Something about it. Not enough. I don't know. Willis is really good at it, actually.
1: He's real good. I think Stowe's wonderful, too. Yeah. You're
0: a little bit less plused on Pitt. But a little bit. I'll give it a seven. I'm ha- going to go with a seven. How about the,
1: the movie? Yeah. How about that? There's the guy in the mental hospital who's like. Oh, the black guy? Yeah.
0: I, spent, I, I didn't want to say the black no, guy. No, no. <laughs> he <laughs> says. We were, we were all thinking it. I find myself on the planet Ogo, part of an intellectual elite, preparing to subjugate the barbarian hordes on Pluto. But even though this is a
1: totally convincing reality for me in every way. Nevertheless, Ogo
0: is actually a construct of my psyche. I am mentally divergent. It
1: was a really fascinating speech from somebody who is crazy, knows they're crazy, but also was like, this is happening to me. But I really liked his little, he's got a fucking one minute scene. And I really liked that guy.
0: Yeah. And then at the after he d- delivers his little monologue, he just rests his head on Bruce Willis's shoulder. Which,
1: I mean, I, I don't think he's had a lot of affection in his life, too. So it's interesting. Bruce? Yeah.
0: Boy, it's hard to tell what is going on in the future. Is it a jail or is it just a really regimented.
1: Well, they say they'll give him his freedom. Like, right. Why would he be in jail? Because he's know. violent? But there's but nowhere else his... for anybody to go. Yeah, They're what's all your underground. Freedom? Yeah. They
0: release you from the only place where you can survive.
1: Get out on the surface. I don't want to do that. Did your girlfriend watch any of these movies with you?
0: she did watch 12 monkeys with me
1: my girlfriend would watch no movies with me
0: pretty sure she did not she had already seen legends of the fall at some point
1: jenny teased me she's like does this seem like a movie i would have enjoyed watching i said no but you know if you weren't a bitch you'd enjoy it." no because <laughs> you're a
0: boring bitch <laughs> the, the story it's pretty good i, I mean hon- honestly i think i like legends slightly better it's a good this 12 monkeys is a fine movie it's not dated as much as i expected it might be
1: well i don't think it's dated at all
0: a little bit in what way in just the way that it was made in the 90s
1: but like outfits timelines everything you no, see I, I,
0: yeah nothing about it dates it specifically i think yeah. just the fact that it's from that era for me just sort of feels like hmm. and brad pitt's really crazy and like what is going on there they just let you loose in this crazy ward
1: yeah yeah I mean, they can't tie you down. I think the more violent people get moved out as they become violent. But uh, these are all the—I mean, they, they dope them to the gills, as as true. you saw.
0: The dopey Gillis, yeah,
1: Dopey Gillis. <laughs> it's our friend from Gilgan's Island. Yeah, uh, Gilligan himself.
0: Something Bob Renverder. Something G Krebs is the character's name. God, we we're just burping like a bunch of pigs. So yeah, that's the movie. What did you give Brad Pitt? I give
1: him an easy seven. I thought he'd suck in this. Okay. I was pretty impressed. As I said, it's like 75, 80%. Like I thought he was actually really inspired as a crazy person. Some of that drags him down. You're like, all right, whatever. But I mean, he's better than I would ever be. He's better than a lot of people would ever be.
0: I feel like he was nominated for maybe a Golden Globe in, in and in an Emmy for this.
1: Eddie Rouse would have killed this Or woman. an Oscar.
0: Some awards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but without really laying it on, right? he really lay in the cut but he wouldn't be over the top rouse yeah yeah effectively he'd probably be doing what he was doing in lo and behold lo and behold but just a little bit more, more.
1: slightly more crazy talk where you're like wait a minute mm, actually 30 percent of what you say makes me think this is a problem There's, <laughs> something's wrong with you
0: yeah i'd give uh pitt uh would you give him a seven i'm gonna give him a six bruno gives him a two
1: Really, Bruno? You're going to dog him like that? Because he's a dog. Oh, he's passing out. I was wondering if anybody would mention that. Yeah, I did. That's 12 Monkeys. That is, yeah. What do, what do you think about that? 763 634 1897. Go ahead and give us an email. Mm-hmm. You know about email? Mm-hmm. You could text us at that number as well as voicemail. Mm-hmm. We Doing Filmographies at gmail.com. Yep. You can let us know your thoughts on that fucking movie. You could also find us on Reddit, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We Doing Filmographies. Mm hmm.
0: Did we mention the hotline? I just did that. Did you mention? <laughs> 763 6, 3, 1, 1, 8, 8, 8, 7. 7, Yeah. 1897
1: Tell me about right. the last time you ate a spider to save it for the people in the future.
0: And can join us tomorrow
1: on the Now Playing Network at nowplayingnetwork.net. <laughs> you can find plenty of other great podcasts like 12 Monkeys, the podcast at nowplayingnetwork.net. As they take you through every movie that has a monkey all in of it the monkeys yeah. in the last 200 years
0: oddly enough not any of the monkeys movies
1: no like head yeah so tomorrow what's gonna happen where are you gonna be i'm gonna be here you're gonna be spending seven years in tibet oh that's right tomorrow so, brad pitt plays uh, yeah. a german mountaineer
0: i i have no idea
1: oh you don't i looked it up slightly i have no idea war is raging world war ii maybe probably and he becomes friends with the Dalai Lama. Played by Morgan Freeman? And people are like, this movie is real boring. Oh, yeah. And then other people are like, I heard this movie is boring, but it's nice to look at.
0: Maybe I did see this. Why would you have? Because I'm a cultured gentleman.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, The Devil's Own is tomorrow.
0: <laughs> you <have> Harrison Ford? <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, we'll see what The Devil's I mean, I own. have to, but-
1: I've been Jason. <laughs> I've been Jules. And we did those filmographies for our friend Brad.
0: It's for you, Brad.